good morning and welcome to the next edition of Learn, Grow, Peak, a learner's podcast with Maria Brown. Yesterday was April 23rd and it was William Shakespeare's birthday. We understand and know him as a revolutionary and innovative writer um, whose prolific work has set a stage for the arts, drama, history, and a platform for great thinkers. But I came across something very interesting, a graphic novel of Romeo and Juliet, in, along with a collection of other things that I put together to celebrate him. And we'll mention them and I'll have a link to them in the show notes. A graphic novel with the characters featured as people of color because representation matters. In this age of digital innovation, we want to draw attention today to the use of graphic novels and the use of multicultural represented materials to help connect students and families. I know the first thing we're thinking when you think graphic novels are mutated creatures with superhuman strength. But I'm talking about using graphic novel versions to help raise the level of engagement with students. Uh, It also helps because the text usually is what we call chunk or broken up a little bit so students can focus on matching specific scenes to the text. In my own classroom, I have used graphic novels uh, down to the basic graphic novel of using a Google slide presentation and inserting information in the slide presentation, like a cartoon. And the students actually use a template or they create a template with bubbles and characters. We have Flipgrid and Nearpod, both offer versions of graphic novel templates for students so that they can create illustrations that are stunning and they have a cast of characters that are diverse. Um, This particular version of this graphic novel features Romeo and Juliet. And Juliet's mom is wearing a sari. And Romeo and Juliet are both people of color and have uh, shaded faces. What pleases me the most about this is because it helps us all to remember that love transcends all things and all places. This is an adaptation. It's by Gareth Hines. Um, And right on the cover, the two people are people of color. Now, for us in the United States, it might be a little bit um, of a point of interest that there are people on the cover of Romeo and Juliet. But if we think about global education, if we think of leveling a playing field that spans the world, then seeing characters in love who are of different colors than one another, but also different colors of the user, would not only help to raise a level of engagement, but it would also help to raise the important questions. Social emotional learning is a key element to our students understanding how the world works and how to be a success in that world. 
So using a tool like a culturally diverse graphic novel would help us not only to appreciate William Shakespeare's excellent work, but also it would help us to just understand the different perspectives in love and in life. If you're new to graphic novels, uh, I can absolutely uh, share with you um, a website. I'll put it in the show notes where you can access graphic novels, um, some classics and some different activities that you can do with them to teach students. Um, there are five books. Um, the Watchmen is one book that is a graphic novel. I mean, you knew that it was a commentary about Cold War politics and it's an exploration of philosophical and ethical questions. Um, so it's an amazing graphic novel. Um, there are versions of the, of the Watchmen that have come out since then. Everything from, you know, the Incredibles to the Avengers Civil War storyline where there's a mix of different powers and different superheroes um, working together and using their own strengths. There are shifts in the point of view in this particular novel that you absolutely could use uh, with students. Additionally, we have um, a story called The Ghost World. Um, It's a 1997 graphic novel classic by Daniel Close. And at first glance, it's straightforward. You know, it's it's pretty um, much a portrait of an artist as a young girl. But she's grappling with her ethnicity, conflicting expectations of herself. There are even some questions of her own beliefs and who she's attracted to and who she loves and why. It's excellent. It's set in um, an urban environment um, that itself is uniquely ghostly. Uh, but Ghost World manages to represent boredom and vividly give us an entertaining viewpoint in what's going on in this child's life. Um, and lastly, one of my favorites is The Smartest Kid on Earth. Uh, that's by Jimmy Cargan. And it's the first graphic novel to be awarded major literary prizes on both sides of the Atlantic, uh, the American Book Award and, and also the Guardian First Book Award. So like Watchmen, Jimmy Kurgan has a complex nonlinear structure um, which transcends conventional notions of superheroism. Like Moss, it's a book about fathers and sons and like Ghost World, it has protagonistics who are drifting aimlessly through their life, alienated from the world. Um, It's visually and formally radical. Chris Ware's um, dark palette and landscape really help us develop an object and text that's highly unusual in terms of identifying narratives, identifying innovation, having abrupt transitions between the historical narrative and the sequencing within the story is challenging and heartbreaking story. However, students would absolutely love it. And lastly, we have Alison Bechtel's Fun Home. And it's a literary coming of age novel that pays homage to James Joyce, Oscar Wilde, among others. And it's a memoir about the author's relationship with her father. Um, it's adapted in an award-winning musical. Um, and Fun Home also reached an audience that might never have encountered it. But being a graphic novel enables children of color, children from diverse backgrounds, children from varied reading levels with varied reading styles 
uh, with uh, unique needs within the educational framework to have access to these kinds of material. I encourage you to first go and look at Google Slides, the templates. You'll click on Google Slides and then in the top box, click Graphic Novels is to enable your students to be able to develop their own graphic novels. And second, to visit your school's media center to access these and more. And to also think of William Shakespeare today. Not just because it's his birthday, but because his birthday allowed us to give birth, really, to new genres, new education, new mindsets. I wanted to discuss a couple of ways that you could look at William Shakespeare. The five major activities that we'll discuss today, and you can use them with your graphic novels, or you can use them with William Shakespeare's adaptations of his novels or excerpts. I have a background in elementary school, so I typically use excerpts from books and novels with my students, as opposed to just using the entire material. Quite frankly, when you're teaching students, you want to focus on raising their confidence, their awareness, their knowledge, and having them to actually perform a specific skill or task so that their learning and their understanding collide. As we celebrate Shakespeare, there are five different things you could have the students do. They could perform a scene. They could read The Tempest or another play. And they could enjoy choral readings or actually performing a scene. Second thing they can do is to read a sonnet. Um, As students read sonnets and chart the poem's characteristics, they can write their own sonnets. Uh, What a great way to explore the original Twitter post, uh, a sonnet. Uh, Number three, they could visit the globe and where the stories took place. Um, They could recreate an Elizabethan audience. Um, They could recreate the most memorable Shakespeare's open-air theater. Uh, But actually visiting using virtual field trips, um, going to the Globe Theater um, by way of the computer would actually help students to understand and frame how Mr. Shakespeare um, was able to craft such stories and such literature in the 1500s, 15 and 1600s. The fourth thing that you might want to do to celebrate Shakespeare in your classroom is to read Shakespeare film first. You could watch the film together and it's transformative literature. There is a companion website that will be in the show notes uh, in the Shakespeare link. And there is an extended update of ideas and materials that you can use. Um, The... NCTE has done a great job of putting these materials for you. I'm really enjoying sharing them with you. Uh, The last activity that we could do to connect students with literature 
is to have another look in terms of uh, developing a sample resume for the author. A great activity that one could do because it would enable students who wanted to dig past simply reading literature or who may not be interested in translating literature, but they might be interested in researching and deciding which are the most celebrated stories, deciding which are his most celebrated accomplishments, uh, crafting his story. Um, As we know that writing, reading, and communicating is the way that we share our stories, we plant seeds, we build a foundation. And in terms of STEAM and STEM learning, communication is the most important thing that connects your ideas to the innovation, the innovation to the engineering, and engineering to production. I'm Maria Brown. Thank you for listening and for visiting us with Learn, Grow, Peak.